so here we are again. The last time the four of us got together to record an episode, we summoned a tornado <laughs> and, it ruined, <laughs> and it ruined the recording. Are you guys good this time? But that was an evening. I think that was... We're good. We're good now. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the, the skies of Oklahoma are a, a light gray today, okay. so... Uh, sun is out, you know, nice and shiny. Nice. Uh, we're in two separate states, so surely there's not a natural disaster that can hit us blind? both. It's not gray. Okay, you're you're ruining really <laughs> the <laughs> This is off to a banging start. Well, the hurricane yeah. that was headed towards us is no longer. So, oh, you guys had a hurricane? I mean, it is a hurricane still, but it's just not heading towards us. I didn't know it was headed towards us at all. I thought just New I Orleans. I didn't know it was heading towards you at all. Yeah. Well. Listen. Whoa. In the very beginning, they were mm. like, "It's either gonna hit yeah, cause really Texas know all the time. or Louisiana." Fucking oh, hurricanes, okay. man. Yeah, it's in Louisiana. I mean, actually, in the beginning, the earth cooled. <laughs> then Jesus made the people. No. And then Carl Winslow was mm. like, "Bitch, I got this." I think. And then that's if, and three thousand years later, here we are. What if Carl made dinosaurs and Jesus was like, "Fuck that people," and Carl was like, "What are you doing? I made the perfect <laughs> creatures." And he did. I mean, that seems likely. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that's part of show canon now. Yeah, I think so. That's got to be. Well, On the first day, part of actual history. Car- Carl Winslow created Carl Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> Second day, made it flat. Third day. Made dinosaurs. You know, uh, this makes me uh, think of something I saw the other day online. There was like a deleted scene from Endgame, I think it was, with the Hulk. And he was going to be doing something helping the police. And fucking Reginald Vell Johnson was a cop in Endgame. They cut out. Yeah, I heard about this. <clears throat> they, oh, my they God. Cut him out and he was going to be like, thanks, Hulk, or whatever. And I was like, what? Why did you cut that? Oh, my <laughs> God. I didn't movie. know he was in it. Yeah. I don't oh think it's God, one of the ones they just, tacked on, but yeah, just somewhere out there. That could have taken an incredible movie to the next level. Mm-hmm. That would have that would have clinched that Avatar record. Yeah, right. That would have done like it like threefold. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a, a twelve billion dollar movie. Brandy looks like. What are you talking about? I don't fucking care about any of this. <laughs> Who's this Carl guy? What's an Avengers? <laughs> Maybe I fell asleep during this one. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. You didn't fall asleep during Endgame. Oh, no. Okay. No. No. Not Endgame. Spider-Man? But I have. No. Mm. But I have in the past. Mm-hmm. I don't know which ones. She she still has, <laughs> hasn't has seen the Winter Soldier all the way through. Wow. Okay, here's the issue. <laughs> I get up and I go run in the morning. Uh-huh. You pick like a 1030 clock like in the evening showing. Mm-hmm. They're three hours long and I have heated reclining seats with a blanket. There's a lot of factors going on there. Why wouldn't I fall there. asleep? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't I fall asleep? Anyway. <laughs> I mean, they're not action movies. You got that. They are quiet dramas. <laughs> well, so. it was funny, too, because she was awake through the majority of it, but she fell asleep towards the climax in the loudest possible yeah. portion of the movie. You know what? Spoilers for Winter Soldier, where there are three helicarriers just smashing <laughs> into each other, firing <laughs> cannons off, smashing into buildings. When a so nap remember, hits, a nap hits, you know? I know. And you just got to get it. I remember waking up. To one, I don't know, I think it was Thor, maybe? I woke up to you wiping my face because you <laughs> yeah. thought I was drooling because <laughs> Thor was, like, half-naked on the screen. Yeah. And I, I was like, that is, thank you. This is a good way to wake me up. <laughs> like, the only way to wake me up. Because <laughs> I was asleep. So, there you go. Wake me up to propose versus 
wake me up to. We don't need to get into all that. <laughs> we don't need to get into. That. Wait, what? No. <laughs> okay, so wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Let's bump the brakes here. So, as I was preparing to record today, I went back and listened to episode sixteen, where we had you ladies mm-hmm. on uh-huh. to discuss Stranger Things season two, and. During that episode, Brandy brought up an inside joke about us and churros. And I was just like, we can't do inside, like, <laughs> information here on the podcast just because it's going to take so much explaining. Here we go. We've done it again with the, the proposal thing. Um, just to fill people in, whenever I proposed to Brandy, I made the grievous error of waking her up from a nap to take her out to a place where I was going to propose. She had no idea. Uh, she's still pissed off that I woke her up. <laughs> It's the it's a great foundation for your relationship. Yeah. I feel though. Yeah. <laughs> I chewed him out the entire drive to the proposal spot for waking me up. Mm-hmm. The whole time he's yeah. just like twisting the ring in his pocket, like I could just roll it on the window right now. I just toss this bad boy out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to take it and get my money back. No. I'm just like I'm so over I'm it so at this over point. It. You know. I'm gonna throw this on yeah. the road. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. that's fun. That's like a, that's a picture of your relationship. I feel, I feel like that's actually mm-hmm. pretty accurate. Um, good way yep. to start. Yep. So, and with that also a good way to start, I think we're doing it folks. <gasps> wow. wow. So, uh, I'm Steven Fisher. I'm Brent Hibbert. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. And if you're thinking to yourself, wow, it seems like there are four more X chromosomes on the show <laughs> than normal. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. The Eltas wives have joined us again. Hello. And uh, we've got Amanda and Brandy with us. Hi. Thrilled to be here. You might. You might uh, yeah, you can tell. You can tell. <laughs> the last time we were on here, we had a horrible tr- Friends trivia experience. So No, no the last time we were on here, we, we summoned a tornado. Before then, there was a, a different tornado of fury <laughs> just <laughs> swirling around in our house from uh, the rage at you guys winning uh a, a, a trivia thing but you know it is what it is we could have gotten a hundred but you didn't uh you're not fans of the show uh friends so wow that's hardcore i'm not even that gonna sucks. say that i'm not but but today's a, a better day that's right that's right we're going to put that in the past mm-hmm. we're all gonna move on we're all happy about it like waking brandy up to propose to her or waking her up to get on the show <laughs> she was already awake. Uh, kind of. Kind of. Okay. She was. I did. She, she was drifting off to nap, mm. uh, to a, a napping area of her life. But no. But you, she, you pulled she right out of that. Got up. I didn't even bother with it. Yeah. I was setting up for the show. She woke herself there up. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you still didn't have yeah. to drag her to the show, basically. Like. Right. More or less. I mean, she's here, and we're glad to have you. But you're not thrilled about it. <laughs> I would rather be napping. <laughs> and I'm hungry, so Wait, is this that, is going to be fun. Is that the show title? I'd rather be napping? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But you get to see me, so... Yeah, and you get to see Amanda. You guys don't get to, to converse FaceTime. FaceTime-wise very often, Skype-wise. I love seeing Amanda, but I still want to go nap <laughs> and eat. I think she does, too, and she's probably hungry as well, so... I am hungry. My stomach keeps growling. I don't know if you can hear it on the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. I was told that a bowl of cereal was a bad idea. Too loud. Yeah. I can just hear the clinks of the <laughs> the spoon on the side of the bowl and the munch, 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 munch. I don't see an issue with that. Either. Nice. I would be happy. So I think it's fair to say that 
people who listen to podcasts aren't at all picky about what the audio sounds like, and they just want to hear a bunch of noises, the (laughs) people chewing, um, drinking, ice clinking around Mm -hmm. in a glass. So should I just go get my bowl right now? No, 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 no. no. You're already sitting down. So the oh. fans don't need that. It's fine. We'll give it to them next that's, time. That's one thing they don't like is the, the sounds of people getting yeah. up. Yeah, people so hate don't, that. You don't do it. Yeah, but don't uh, even think about it. Today we get to talk about an awesome topic: Stranger Things season three. Hell yeah! Very excited about this. Yes. Oh, Amanda's yeah. nodding your head. That's yep. good radio too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> she nodded very vigorously. Yeah. Yeah. It was full, like, up and down motion mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. As if, like, she was looking at a giraffe and then a worm on the ground. <laughs> Brandy keeps cleaning your beard like a monkey. I know, I know. Like, <laughs> There's a bunch of dog fur in your beard. It's driving dog me crazy. Fur? That's, yeah. that's okay. Because oh, I, was, I was loving on our, yeah. uh, our kiddos this morning. So it's like, it's just It's happy. fine. They're part of me. Mm-hmm. That's part of you now. I saw it like it, yeah. Well, before we get into the actual show, I did, uh, we did have one ad to read. Um, oh, that's good. We needed some more sponsors. Yeah, so we, we wanted some more sponsors, yeah. you know, in our new 100 episodes, uh, getting up to 200. So it's a good podcast now. So we're getting all the money's rolling in, you know? Yeah, that, that's the thing is, ladies, I know you don't listen to the show anymore. Um, and you were right for the first 100 episodes. Yeah. But starting episode 100, you may not be aware, but I mean, the show's good yeah. now. Like, we're great at it. Like It just something, a switch flipped. It did. It did. Almost like it's a... Uh, uh, mental gymnastics mm-hmm. where we're trying to just make ourselves not feel so shitty yep. about doing this podcast <laughs> every week. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, show's good now. Yep. Stephen, please proceed. Yeah. So, you know how some kids have lemonade stands? Uh, well, my kid is, is a 14-year-old dog, mm-hmm. and she wanted to start a new business, uh, you know, to buy bones and, and toys and, and metal albums. Uh, sure. What have you? So, uh, being a good dad, I wanted to help her out with an ad on the show. So, this was written by Savannah, read by me. This is my okay. dog, Savannah, our dog, uh, Amanda. Yeah, so, there was a lot of I'm, my in there. I'm sorry. It's how I wrote it at the time. <laughs> and I wrote the intro, but Savannah did re- write the rest of it. I'm just reading it for her. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you have couch, sofa, or slumpy chair? New, old, smell good, or smell bad? Me, Savannah, the best dog, will fix it right up. Introducing Savannah the Best Dog's Pee on Your Sofa Service. I could pee on anything. Blankets, cushions, pillows, all the things. You won't even know I've done it until you come home and smell something different. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You might say, why would I want this? Well, why wouldn't you? It's the love from my heart to your nose. Just a present for me because I know you like presents. One pee for one bone or buy three peas, bundle, and I'll throw in a random poop in your house. You're welcome. Treats, please. Savannah the Best Dog. Oh, that's incredible. Uh, I can't believe we got her. I know. Wow. We were trying for a long time. It was inspired by by an actual event, obviously. Oh. Um, Savannah uh-huh. likes to do this thing whenever we're gone. She, like, pees on some part of the couch, and then it's not, like, we notice it right away until we're laying there, and we're like, man, it smells really bad right now. And then we get to discover yeah. it, and it's really fun. It's, like, a really fun thing to discover. <laughs> Amanda loves it. She needs to collaborate with our uh, 17-year-old cat, Summer, mm. because uh, she likes to poop every day in the floor and, and let us discover it. And this week, she started peeing on the floor to where Mama stepped in it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's really yeah. like put this in perspective. It's a big fuck you to us, because she does it directly in, in front, front of, of her litter box. box. And she peed. So much, though. 
directly in front of her litter box, and Mama stepped in it. I, if she didn't have she didn't have thyroid disease, mm-hmm. I probably would have strangled that cat. Does she so still they could collaborate? Does she like to poop by it because she still has to scoop? But she still like try to like cover it up, even though it's like poop next to it. No, I don't no, know. she just she just deuces and then yeah, deuces out. Yeah, you right, know? yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. The double. Deuce. I just have to say that even mm-hmm. given the like old pee issues, I'm like I want her to live forever. Yeah. So Amanda's all about it. She's uh, she's trying to get her. I'm not all about her peeing on the couch, but no, but you're like you're not <laughs> no, no, like no, a no. philosopher's stone or something, <laughs> yeah. so she'll live forever. Yeah. Well, it's it's different for Summer because she's just so up there in age, and she doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't like if there somebody comes to the door. Our dogs bark. Summer, she's just like doesn't doesn't even know we exist. Yep. She's probably asleep, w- praying for her deaths. Um, <laughs> just as long as she has a full food bowl, she doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't care. So you know, uh, it's 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 a little bit different. Is that like a cat um, thing though? In general, I feel like that. Was she like that when she was younger? She's always been independent. Roxy, our other cat, mm-hmm. she. Wanted to lay with you all the time, cuddle. She was well with us. With she us, hated she hated literally any else. other human. Yeah, I was gonna say. I um, think that I saw Roxy like twice <laughs> in the mm-hmm. entire friendship. And she hissed at you and ran away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But Summer, she's always been like that. The only time she comes around to uh, greet us or talk is. When she wants food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Summer she won't tell us, us when though. she needs to use the bathroom. Like, her litter box is full. She'll just go on the floor. But when she needs food, she'll harass us. Mm-hmm. Um, try to trip me. I remember one day when we used to live in a townhome that was <laughs> two-story. She tripped me going down the stairs because she was hungry. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say that Summer, like, really likes Steven. And and she, like, wants to cuddle on the couch and stuff whenever we're there. She loves... Steven and our friend Alyssa's husband, Mark. Like, mm-hmm. she's obsessed with those two. Like, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. She loves dudes. She just yeah. loves, she just loves men. Gotta get that D. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking the cat. I'm just saying the cat likes dudes. The D is for dudes. Oh, okay. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Now, when Cage had an accident the other day, he didn't want to. Yeah, our dog Cage. He didn't want to go outside when it rained, so he pooped in the house. Mm-hmm. That didn't make me mad. Like the summer pee. Oh wait, that didn't make you mad. Uh, I'm trying to. What did you think when you were cleaning it? Oh, that's right. I cleaned it oh. up. So it Brandy was me. Yeah, she's but like, you, I'm not mad. It was. It was during lunch. Brandy wasn't here, so she mm. she couldn't. But um. But still, even if I did clean it up. It's different whenever the dog like can't go outside. Like I'm always like, I don't know what to do for you. Cause it's like storming and you clearly need to go, but like, please just aim for a tile instead of like the wood floor. That'd be great. That's what I try. Or like carpet. Oh yeah. He, yeah, don't yeah. worry. He, he pooped on the carpet. He, he oh, pooped cool. in this office. Yeah. <laughs> We're in, in this really very room. There. We're sitting in. Yeah. Yeah. It's right there. If you guys can hear all angle, angle the <laughs> Excellent, computer. Please. I won't clean it up. I refuse. <laughs> Not all of it. And this has been of your room now. pet pee and poop mm-hmm. talk. Hell yeah! People have been clamoring for this segment <laughs> on the show for a while. Man, this is this is great this podcasting, is just, this guys. This is just everybody can can relate. Anybody with pets, mm-hmm. they can relate. We're just we're just yeah. guys. Don't elevate Brent and I or the wives. We're just like the rest of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we shop for groceries. That's right. And listeners, enjoy the rest of your breakfast. All right, Stephen. <laughs> so, <laughs> should we move on to? 
the topic at hand? Absolutely. All right. So Stranger Things Season 3 oh, just came out. Uh, what was it, like two Saturdays ago? It doesn't matter. Yeah, recently. Recently, sure. <sighs> Getting good. caught up in this minutia. What is this, the first 100 episodes? <laughs> Come Lord. on. Get out of here. Um, so uh, I guess I want to, uh, to just... Uh, mention blanketly Mm -hmm. uh that we're going to just get into spoilers eventually we can't help ourselves listening back to episode 16 Mm -hmm. we can't help ourselves so we're just gonna do a blanket spoiler warning so if you haven't seen it go watch it it's on netflix um if you don't have netflix call amazon say hey give me the number to hulu call hulu then ask them for the number for netflix sign up for netflix over the phone only way to do Mm -hmm. it mail a check to (laughs) netflix have the, it's a it's a lengthy process, but trust me, it's it worth it. It is worth right? it for this show alone. That's right, right, uh, exactly, right. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> so um, this this season, um, I've, I've noticed that each season has like a holiday theme. The first mm. season, oh. it was uh, what's that? Uh, God, what is it? It's the mm. everyone agrees it's the shittiest holiday. <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> Christmas is what it is. Uh, that one was. Uh, Christmas. Second season was Halloween. Yeah. This season is Independence Day. Um, I did so. not even notice that. Mm-hmm. Neither did I. That's why I'm here, yeah. guys. The show's good now. <laughs> you know, we pick up on this shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's... that's. Uh, I, I thought it was a little bit odd that they were putting out the, the third season in the middle of summer, whereas season mm-hmm. two came out around Halloween. But again, listening back to episode 16 of our show, guys, our show is like pretty informative sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I In that episode, I had mentioned that season one came out on uh, July 15th of mm-hmm. whatever season or whatever year that was. So actually came out on your birthday. Yeah. yeah. And oh, wow. as we're recording right now, uh, today is the day before and this episode comes out the day after the birthday of Miss mm-hmm. Brandy Hibbard. Hey. And I said Ms. instead of Mrs. because I don't know if we're still going to be married <laughs> at the time this episode comes out. she's an independent out. woman, she can go by whatever she wants. Wow. That's right. It, will that be my birthday gift? That's it. <laughs> That's divorce? it. Divorce? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you seem very excited about but this. you're still going to help me pay for the trip to Barbados, right? Yeah, I'll help you do that. And then I'm also not going to wake you up to sign papers. Like, I've, I'm... Mm. You know, I, I just no, know the girl No, that could be the point. final fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no, she has one of those coming. So. <laughs> what if what if you guys were, like, always on the verge, like, you had papers, but, like, both you were like, ah, I'm not going to do it today, or I'm not going to remind the other one. So they're just, like, sitting there for, like, years. No, it's like a, it's like a game of horse and basketball. Mm. We just, like, get pissed off at each other, and we just write the first letter of yeah. our names, and we just kind of proceed until all of our names are... Are filled out. Like every fight, you just like uh, write one letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. But you know, sometimes we have to be careful though, because I made a comment in front of my mom a couple years ago. Like, I was like, oh, can't wait to call it, you know, divorce guy. So I can div-. And my mom's like, what? No, no, you gotta be nice to him. I'm like, no, this is for 15, or why? Well, we've been together for 15, 16, but we were married for nine. So for nine mm-hmm. years, we've been threatening that. So, mm-hmm. you know, just here we are. It's a yeah. joke and it's fine. It's a joke. Look, we don't like each other. When we no. stop but we're stuck joking with each other. about it, that's when yeah, you should right. be worried. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I guess I've mentioned it a few months. When Brandy calls me and she's like, but seriously. <laughs> Have you seen his collection of comics? I can't handle it anymore. When he tells me which comics are valuable in this room, oh. that's where that's where it was I at. will literally never tell you. <laughs> <any of this. laughs> 
<laughs> Never. Um, so anyways, back to Stranger Things yeah. season three. Um, just to kick things off overall, mm-hmm. uh, let's go around the collective rooms here and just say whether or not we enjoyed the season. Steven, we can start on your side of Texas there. Okay. Um, well, mm-hmm. Amanda, do you want to start? You want me to start? Um, you can start. All right. Well, I fucking loved it. So much that Amanda and I just started season one over again and finished that last night before the, before the airing of this episode <laughs> to confuse ourselves, apparently. Uh, and it was great all over again, gotta say. But uh, yeah, season yeah. three, I thought was, uh, especially compared to season one, it was kind of fun we got to watch that again because it's a lot darker. Season three is very uh, light and fun overall, I think. Like, it has a mm-hmm. lot more jokes and stuff. And I really feel that they, uh, they opened up the world. Um, they got, like, a bigger story going on. Uh, in the mall and everything but um, also I feel like they uh, kind of even like even more they settled into their 80s like tropes and and jokes and stuff like that um, it really felt like they just like went went for it so yeah I loved it mm-hmm. um, I had a great time so yeah I think it's like the best one yet like I think that whenever they're really popular shows you always worry that um, as it goes on it's not going to be as good a lot of shows, like maybe the first season, they're sort of getting into it. The second season is really good, and then they kind of fall off. But I just think the show is getting better and better as mm-hmm. it goes on. So, yeah. and I loved, like, I loved the mall stuff. I loved that it was mixed. I I felt like they did a good job of mixing like lighthearted things with really heavy things. And especially when we were rewatching the first season, it's like pretty dramatic mm-hmm. and dark the whole time. There's a couple of lighthearted things, but there's no reprieve from it like it, there is in the third season. So, so it, it leans more into the like sci-fi of it all in that first yeah, season? Yeah, and I think that the third season balanced the sci-fi with like pop culture and just the lives of the kids. Plus I think like the, like you're saying, like it's like Christmas time. It's like, it's like dark and snowy and Ugh. stuff. Versus, Yuck. like, a summer. Like, it's, like, literally brighter in the yeah. third season, yeah. you know. True, uh, that's true. There's a lot of yeah. stuff, too. So, and that's cool. Different yeah. feeling. Yeah, Christmas is bad. Yeah, right. I get it. Okay. Yeah, we're all on the same page. All right, Brandy, <laughs> what, what did you think of season three? I, I loved it. Yeah? I thought it was really good. Um, when we were talking about the different holidays, Christmas, Halloween, and Independence Day, mm-hmm. when you mentioned the second season, Halloween, I don't really remember much of it because mm. I wasn't a huge fan of the second season. I thought it was too dark, and I didn't like how everybody was separated out. I yeah. like how everyone comes together in this season. You see everyone work together. Um, I don't know. I, I like that it was light and airy, and then you have your dark moments. Um, mm-hmm. You have twists and turns throughout the entire season. Mm-hmm. Um, some unexpected twist um, that you didn't mm-hmm. see coming. Um, I don't know. I just, we watched it an entire weekend, and yeah. most of it in one day, and that's, that was uh, indication that mm-hmm. it was really good. Yeah. And yeah. the episodes flew by, even there were about 40 minutes, and the finale is, or the last episode is a little over an hour. Yeah, yeah about 80 minutes. Yeah. 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 It just went so quickly. Mm-hmm. And you know that's a good season, is when you don't realize you just spent five hours laying on the couch. And I didn't fall asleep once, so yeah, that's yeah. a good, good <laughs> indication that yeah. was good. <laughs> um, I, too, loved it. Uh, just kind of echoing what all of you have said. Um, there were 
like in the first season, you're kind of piecing together what the story is. Mm-hmm. The second season is taking those characters and, like you said, Brandy, just splitting them off. Everybody kind of splits off into separate separate groups. Uh, Eleven's by herself most of the time yeah. um, with some some new characters. And um, it's not really till the very end of the series where everyone comes together where it's just like, oh, okay, this feels um, a little bit better. And I, I want to give the, the writers and their creative... Um, or the creatives some credit there just to let them go through and tell their story and examine those characters by splitting them up. But for this season, it, it just felt so much better to have everyone together, especially having, um, was it Will there for mm-hmm. yeah. the majority of the, the season? And he's not just laid out, passed out somewhere, you know? Yeah. Um, having him be a more active member of, of the group was was good. But yeah, overall, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, right on. But they did sort of separate them in the third <clears throat> season into groups like the Scoops Ahoy people and then um, Hopper and Joyce and the guy in... Maury Bowman? Yeah. And then, what is it? Um, Mike and... 11 and like the rest of the little kids the rest of the other kids like they all had their piece of the puzzle that they were trying to figure out right and I really liked that I liked that it was like you know each of them sort of figured out a portion of the mystery and then they sort of came together towards the end. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were separated geographically but they were each kind of searching on something else like they each figured out a portion of what was happening and sort of followed leads and I thought that was really interesting because it showed how intricate Mm -hmm. the I guess the mystery of the season was yeah yeah um was there anything in this season that you guys didn't like no oh okay Uh, asked and answered all right Amanda so far I loved it I thought it was really fun I'd have to so I actually did kind of already rewatch the first half of this because Amanda, like we were trying to watch it together, and it, um, but then like I, I was like I want to get started on it, so I watched like, the first episode, and then the next day we watched it together. So I watched that one like twice in a row, and then I watched the second one alone, and we watched it together, and I got mm-hmm. through like five before I finally just stopped. I was like, let's just watch this together. Like I can't keep doing this, mm-hmm. um, but I'm excited to actually see it all over again from the start. Like we we restarted from season one. Um, cause it's really interesting, but there's not really anything so far that I can think of. I, I really like I where they're going and, and to everybody's point, I guess about season two, I watched, I rewatched season two before season three by myself this time. And I was kind of mm-hmm. bored during it, but I think it was just, I was so excited to see something new and, <laughs> yeah. and also like taking the middle part of that story so far by itself. Like I realized, uh, rewatching season one, like there's a few like threads I had forgotten about that kind of led into season two. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, it'll be interesting to rewatch it that way. But as an overarching story, uh, which I've heard recently that it's like four seasons is what they have planned out is like one overarching story. And when I like mm-hmm. watching it over again last with like, last like two days, uh, season one, I was like, oh, this really does make sense. Like season two, like I don't like it mainly because Elle is like by herself and like locked in this cabin. And so you don't mm-hmm. get a whole lot of like her interaction and she's her interaction with him is like part of the best part, you know? And right. so until she's there at the like very last episode, you're like, you're missing out on a huge part, but like as an overarching story that we've seen seasons one through three, it's like, it makes total sense that that's how it had to happen. That Hopper had to keep her safe for a while. It just kind of sucked to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't as much fun, 
But I think overall, if, if that is the plan, four seasons and, and done, and this is one, one story, it's like it really, man, they really like laid this out really well. It's crazy. I can think yeah. of one thing that I didn't like. Yeah. It was so disgusting. Oh. It was more <laughs> disgusting than the other two yeah. seasons. I literally was like, people's bodies are melting. That was and great. then just forming into a gel that creates this monster. And I was just, But man, the special effects though. Yeah. You know? I was like, just yeah, like were there were parts I could not watch. She kept looking away and she would be like, All right, tell me when it's over so I can watch again. And I would just like narrate it for her. <laughs> I was like, okay, and the, the, the goopiness is still crawling across the floor. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could hear it like just like yeah. Oh, yeah. so gross. And I loved it. I love that stuff. It was very eighties. That's uh that's one thing that Brandy and I noticed as soon as the um the season started is it it starts off with some really like impressive special effects mm-hmm. that I'm oh, not used yes. to seeing in like a TV show, yeah. you yeah. know. And then once you see the 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 rats melt and uh, and that that yeah. like creature first yeah, they like explode and Oh then my god, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. No. I was yeah. like, "Oh god, if the rest of the season is like this." One of my favorite 80s horror movies that I've rediscovered in the last few years that I had loved as a child was the the remake of The Blob from I think 1986. And that movie is also it's like a blob, so it's not as like gross as like actual creatures kind of melting and like forming something else. It's just like a gelatinous blob, whatever, but it has some of the same kind of effects and it really like was reminiscent of that. So I loved every minute of it. It was so gross and I was just like giddy. I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I, I see why they did it, but I was just like, oh, it was difficult yeah. to watch. It was very difficult. Yeah. To watch. That, that was probably my thing too, is I don't like like gross, like, like body horror yeah. type stuff. It's just like, like I get it, but also I don't want it. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's too real, too visceral yeah. for me. So, uh, but otherwise, I thought everything else was was good. Brandy, is there anything that you didn't like during the season? Yeah. So that I was there watching it with you. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, there was a mouth breather next to me. My, <laughs> I kept rolling my eyes because they were so. Here we are in our third season, so you guys know you're. This, your town is fucked up <laughs> and there's some strange things that happen in your town and here we are again more strange things are happening and you're like stranger things you I might know, say. stranger things thank you <laughs> and then you're like we don't know what's going on why is this happening why is this happening i hate that they just get right into it mm-hmm. you know exactly what's going on you've here we are in our third season so stop playing dumb and let's have some action. Like, that pissed <laughs> me off. Well, I mean, Nancy yes. kind of did that, right? Like, Nancy was like... Yeah, but everyone else... I don't want to go into spoilers and, and what happened. We're but, already there. Oh, okay. So, like, why are no. the magnets falling? Or why is this happening? I'm like, Wait, the, the magnets on. was the spoiler? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. The magnets don't work. <laughs> Or, like, the rats getting, you know, sick and exploding. Yeah. It's like, come on. And don't, why don't communicate with each other? Like, hey, I'm noticing something strange here. Why don't you communicate? I don't know. That's that's the only thing I didn't like. I mm-hmm. love the storyline. I love the acting, how they come together at the end. Um, I just didn't like that it took a few episodes to get to that point. It's of just them. them not realizing. Yes. 
That is the exact same thing that happened last season. See, I would only say that I think it's different because, like, we're seeing new things. Like, the magnets is, like, a new thing. So, like, they're not piecing together. Like, I agree that they should probably jump to the conclusion that something weird is happening. It's connected. But, like, Mm -hmm. now it's, like, Russians are involved with, like, a machine. It's, like, it's... And they thought they closed it, you know, this, like, in the second season. So, I, I I was on board with that, that it was just, like... They they're they're seeing new symptoms or whatever, but I agree that it's mm-hmm. like they should probably all get together and be like, this fucked up thing happened. This fucked up thing happened to me. Like they're probably connected. They all kind of did their own thing and like we're investigating their own things for too long. And this, I'm really I'm really bad at names. The little boy. With the, <laughs> <laughs> but guess which one? <laughs> the little boy with the bowl cut hair Will? Uh, that had Will. You know like. Okay, you had the hair standing up mm. on your neck and the chills, like, immediately say something yeah. about that. Don't wait mm-hmm. three episodes to be like, he's back. But I think that, that like, off. that's sort of like PTSD, right? Like, you don't want to believe that it's happening. It's like a denial. Or... Yeah, I was I was confused. I, it's hard because it's like they're kids, too. So it's like, maybe they're not, they don't have their best interests at heart all the time or whatever like they don't really know what to say but like will did that in season two as well like he he doesn't tell anybody for a long time that like something's really wrong with him and then in season three though i was like he should know by now but will's yeah i don't think he knew in season two what was wrong and so he probably was trying to figure it out well i mean like in season he he throws up that that slug thing yeah like doesn't tell anybody at the end of season one, and then that goes into season two. But like by season oh, three, I feel like 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 you're saying, like I feel like he should have been like, "Hey, something's weird. I, I I'm connected. It's weird. I'm I noticed something now. Whatever. Right. Like it seemed weird that we've he didn't almost say died it. twice. So yeah. I think I should say something now, so we don't almost die again. Yeah. I will. S- That's the only thing that I didn't like about it. I will say with Will as well. I'm glad that Brent, you had mentioned that he's actually like a part of the group now. Um, mm-hmm. As opposed to being like, and I liked how they've done that transition again. It's like one overarching story where he was fully taken out of the first season, and then they found him. And then the second season, he's possessed, but in our world. And then the third one, he's fine. Uh, he's connected, but you know, he's not possessed or whatever. Um, it, I was telling Amanda, it reminded me of um, like the Hangover trilogy. Like in the first mm-hmm. movie, the guy is gone, and then I was like, oh, in the second movie, they can do a whole new thing, but that guy can be a part of it. And they were just like, no, let's do the exact same thing. He's just gone again. And that, that really bothered me. It, it made it for not as interesting story. If they had just taken Will in the second season again, I would have been annoyed. If they had done that again, if he was still the one that, like, went down in the third season, I would have been like, okay, just fucking kill that kid off then because he's, he's no help to anybody, you know, but I'm glad his, his trajectory. Watching season three, though, I kept thinking in my head, huh. I could, I could do without Will. Like he's not that. I mean, he's a big part in it, but uh, I because he was so in and out the last two seasons, and you're not as I connected just, to him as like a character. I'm just not as connected to him, yeah. and that's, that's why I couldn't fair. remember his name. Yeah, like there are other characters that I like more than him, but I think that he's pretty. Like he could be one of. He could die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I kind of like, wish. Like I'm not gonna say who died. Or if any- yeah, we can we can save that for oh, the okay. end. Yeah, yeah, we can. But wait I kind of wish that it was you know reversed a little bit because I'm devastated on how it ended. But you're like, if Will died, you would have been like, that's all right. It's kid. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she would have been rubbing her hands together. <laughs> finally, <laughs> it finally happened. She's like, there's one so, thing. That guy just fucking died. I would have just been great with this episode, <laughs> this season. But here's here's my thing. In defense of Will, 
Mm-hmm. So in the first two seasons, he gets sent to the um, Upside Down in, in the first one. Second one, he's like comatose or he's, yeah. he's laid up somewhere where he, he, he can't interact with anything, right? So his friends are growing up around him. He still wants to play mm. D&D in this season mm-hmm. because he's still kind of in that mindset. He just, he's sort of you know, stunted. he's looking for some escape. He missed part of his childhood. Right, yeah. yeah. So his friends are all, like, getting girlfriends and getting wrapped up in that, different adventures, whatnot. He's He feels left behind. And I think you guys are being way too harsh on praying for his death. So <laughs> take a look in a collective mirror at yourselves. Okay. Feel some sympathy for this poor boy. I think that's a good point that he's probably stunted. And I think that that's accurate. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. But no. also. No. Hey, you know he what? Believe die. men. Okay. I think that's what we're, what we're saying here. <laughs> Believe Will. Yeah. When he talks finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, I like Will. When he's not. I, I, mm-hmm. That's why I say I, I like his trajectory, and I'm glad he wasn't just like the victim that he was uh, kind of tuned into it. Um, kind of with, with like Eleven, you know, like she's always been the one that can tell him what's going on, and now he can kind of help with that. But uh, so yeah, I'm down with him, and I, I don't know what, where he'll go the next season or whatever. But maybe he'll become a badass, you know, and then we'll be. What if he's, like, that kid that, like, he was stunted this whole time and, like, next season, like, over the summer, he just, like, grew, like, eight inches and he gets all buff and stuff and it's like, whoa, yeah. what happened to Will? <laughs> Could happen. He just played, inexplicably, he's played by Idris Elba. Yeah. He shows up <laughs> at a British British accent. People were like, I'll go with it. It's Idris. I'll go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, what I absolutely loved about this season was... Um, God, I can't remember her name now. Um, the girl that appears, the Susie. little black girl, Erica. Oh, Erica, she, love she, her. She's yeah, hysterical. She was fun. Yeah, like she played that part so well. They, they that part was written beautifully. Yeah, she was. Um, she was so great. Good. We needed that little. She was. Yeah, we needed that um, humor in there and yeah. that sassiness that she gave you, out. And you I can't spell America without Erica. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have to say the whole would, Scoops Ahoy, like, group of people, yeah. that, like, that storyline, even just the setting of them being that ice cream store, like, probably my favorite part of the show. Yeah. The fact that, like, I love Susie. I love that she... No. Susie's the girlfriend. Dustin's girlfriend. Oh, dang it. What is her name? Uh, and I'm blanking on it right now. Robin. Robin. I loved Robin. I loved that she is like just unimpressed overall by um, Steve. Mm-hmm. That she's like not. She just. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> like you just stopped talking. Yeah. yeah, but she doesn't care about she him. She doesn't care. She's not yeah. like enthralled with him. Um, I love that she is essentially who figures everything out, and mm-hmm. that Dustin and Steve are just like. They're, like, trying, but yeah, they're not they're good trying. at it. they're trying. They're not great. Um, and they're easily distracted. Yeah. Um, I was going to say about Erica, too. I like her because, uh, again, when you when you find out throughout the seasons what happens to each character and how um, people, like, get brought into the main story, I never expected her to be much of a part of it because she's in season two, at least. Yeah. I don't think she's mm-hmm. in season three. Yes. but. She shows up at, uh, you know, or like earlier on or whatever and like just says stuff 
about her brother being a nerd or whatever. And I never expected her to be a bigger character. And I don't know, they might have like built that because she was so funny. And they were like, man, we need to bring her in. But like, I didn't expect her to become like an integral part of that right. storyline. And she was one of the best parts of the whole series. I just know? thought she would so, be like season. just hanging out at the mall and yeah. she would be sort of like an annoyance to them at the ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was going to be. Yeah. I was really impressed with her because when she was negotiating, <laughs> she was like, I'm thinking in my head, I want a year yes. of free ice cream. Yes. And when she said lifetime, I'm like, you are my person. <laughs> like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But hell yeah. Like, I, free I, ice cream for your life. I turned to Brandy and I was like, oh, are you, did you <laughs> help supervise the script? <laughs> right. the negotiation portion? So funny. Yeah, I kept thinking a year too. Uh, and then I was like, well. It's a teenage job. And then we see by the end, they don't even work there anymore. Right. But uh, it's a teenage job. They won't be there longer than a year anyway. But I like that she went for it just in case for life and like, stuck to that, too. I thought they were going to negotiate with her down to a year. And then, no, it was always when she, like, finally got out of the vent and, like, opened the doors to them on the roof. And she was like, for <laughs> life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that she's like, I hold all of the power here. Yeah. She's the little one. So, um, I, I want to talk about Nancy and her role in this, um, because she, both she and Jonathan, uh, have graduated high school mm-hmm. at this point and they both work at the local newspaper yep. and boy, that was like hard to watch her get like oh, shut down by the, the men in that, that office. She's just trying to be her best Lois Lane mm-hmm. and then they keep shutting her down and I... That was really the only part of this season that I thought dragged a little bit was Hmm. that part where she was being like shit on for the first like three episodes or whatever. But um, I think it was primarily just because I like her as a character and I don't want to see her treated that way. And, you know, women in general. But um, but the 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 part where she and Jonathan, um, I think it's after they get fired and they're driving somewhere in the car. Jonathan's driving and they have this back and forth where they they begin arguing and then uh, Nancy's like well you don't know what it's like to be a woman and she lists the reasons why it's so difficult and then Jonathan's like well you don't know what it's like to be poor and he lists those reasons I'm like holy shit I, I agree with both of them yeah. and I feel for both of them so that was I, I thought that scene was great yeah their characters were really interesting yeah. what they kind of went through as, as like first adults, the young adults, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I could see like it kind of, kind of dragged on, but I think it was, I think you're like, you're saying it's like, it's just hard to watch it, especially with such a, a good character and stuff to see her get shit on like that. But it, yeah. it also felt very accurate for the eighties. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not, but since then everything's, everything's fine now though. Yeah. It's all, it's yeah, all total, gotten better. Total equality, right? Yeah. yeah. Fine. We don't have Sorry. any sexism no, I... or racism now. It's all good. No, it's great. It's great I just saw there. that in the paper. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I actually, I, I liked that she was so down at the beginning and she was trying to impress and she was trying to build a career because mm-hmm. it just put fire in her to mm-hmm. prove like, you know, hey, I'm onto something. I'm right. I think it was good for and her character. Yeah. It made her a big badass because sometimes you you need that push mm-hmm. and um, to follow your gut. And I don't know. I really liked that storyline a lot. So leaning off of her that, newspaper. I liked her. That led into her discussion with her mom when she finally like mm-hmm. admitted to her mom that she was fired and stuff. And I loved that moment 
when her mom was like, I get it, you know? And I thought that was really touching. And now Nancy was like, like her mom was like, well, were you right? And she was like, I really wanted to be. And her mom was like, yeah. And then, but then it turns out for, for Nancy's arc for the story for this whole season was really great though, because she starts off so down and then she was right the whole time. And as well led, you know, to their side Mm -hmm. of the story, getting all the facts and stuff. Yeah. So I thought it was really good for her overall. It's interesting. Yeah. I like Nancy as a character because she, like, from the first season where they kind of set it up and even, like, in the third season, um, Robin talking about her perspective of Nancy, like, whenever Steve was dating her and her being a priss, and it's like, she's not at all. Like, she... Like, she goes against the grain a lot of the time. Like, she goes with what feels right in her gut. Like, she takes risks. She's a badass in terms of, like, going into scary situations um, and not running away from them. And so it's, like, I like this idea of her, like, growing up in this middle-class family, like, having sort of things being easy, quote-unquote easy for her. And her sort of breaking all of those preconceptions and becoming her own person. And she does that throughout all three seasons. Yeah, she has an interesting arc overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about Nancy's mom? She was over there hanging out at the pool. That fucking awesome bathing suit. Watching Billy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff. Shirtless. All the all the why all the moms whatever like putting makeup on like <laughs> trimming yeah. when he comes out. That was they, hilarious. They they essentially have their watches synchronized yeah. for when he'll be coming out, and I love that he's punctual. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. Or maybe he's late, but he's consistently late. You know, they know either they way. Can time they know. It. Yeah. The scene yeah. where she was walking into one of the like at the pool, like in the back room mm-hmm. to find Billy. The very first thing I was like. Who the fuck wears high heels? <laughs> when you're trying like, to you impress what? somebody, I guess. You I know. Do. I was like, if I was in the, if I had a body like that, yeah, I would. Like, mm-hmm. totally. Like, body goals for her age right there. She like, looked fucking good in this season. She yeah. did. Like, she looked really good. I was like, I liked her that first like little storyline when he's like really like hitting on her and stuff, and is like. Hey, there's like this pool at the Motel Six or whatever. I was like, holy shit! That was like very obvious. Yeah, like, but, uh, it's just like, let's fuck. All that stuff, like with her getting ready that <laughs> night. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. What when her getting ready that night, and then like uh, we were even commenting on it because it happens in the first season. Over, like it happens throughout that the the dad is always asleep on that like lazy boy or whatever, <laughs> yes. and you hear him yeah. snoring, and then it like pans up, and he's like with their daughter, and it was like a very like Sweet. she was just like, oh, I can't, I can't do this, or whatever. But it was yeah. also like she was banging, and it was like mm-hmm. I could watch them fuck. She and the younger dude, I can see that. <laughs> Billy, he's a good-looking dude. That mustache is a little mm-hmm. creepy because uh, mustaches Absolutely. are kind of creepy. See, I uh, don't really think he's that good-looking. I think he it's like he has like a porn stash, like what you've seen. A porn I mean, movie. he looks very. Well, it was the eighties, yeah, but like, yeah. but him, it, he's a he's one of the new. Well, he's not anymore. A Power Ranger. Um, yeah, Brent, you heard the news. Rest in peace. I did. Um, I did. He was in the reboot Power Rangers, which they're rebooting again, and they're getting rid of that cast. But he's wow. like, uh, he's like ripped. He's just like, in general, like for now, he's he's a good looking dude. Yeah. I in just, the in the show, he looks his hair and his mustache are weird. But also, I think he's like. I have a picture I found of him. He still has the the eighties mustache. He needs to lose the stash. Um, I I guess it's because he's such like a fucking prick. Yeah. That I'm just like, he's not attractive. Um, like the character. That does, yeah, that does 
heard it a lot too. But I also think it's interesting because like to all of the moms at the pool, they don't know that about him, right? Yeah, like he's always all, nice to them. He's always like really sweet and talks to them and like knows their names. He's which is like the perfect manipulative thing, right? And they don't see that he is a dick. They just, they just see the dick. <sighs> Yeah, is that where set, you're going? Just <laughs> set it up for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I like that one of the, the signs that something was wrong for the kids is when they go, they like show up at the pool, but they're outside of the mm. gate or whatever, and they see Billy, and one of them is like, he has a shirt yeah, on. Right. <laughs> something, something must be oh wrong. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we move on, I wanted to ask, we're like we're just talking all spoilers, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the scene where she goes to find Billy and he's in like the storage closet with all the chemicals. Uh, Stephen and I were talking about it, and I was like, "Do you think in that moment, because he like turns around and he's like, Karen, leave or whatever?" Was like, "Do you think he's like fighting against whatever is inside of him at that point? It's like half the monster and half him, and he doesn't want to hurt her." And I think so because he had that vision mm-hmm. or that um, I don't even know it's not really a vision but you know that he flash, kind of yeah. he had that flash yeah of him banging her head against the um, metal rack mm-hmm. that's probably the demon the monster and what he probably wanted to do and so he told her to leave to to save her life. I think he, deep down inside, he's a good guy. He just has a persona to keep up. He's a dick. I mean, that's what people think mm-hmm. he is, so he has to keep it up. But to save her life, he was being good and told her to leave. Well, and we do find out, like, throughout the season and sort of his backstory, the reason why he is the way he why is. Why he is that way. Yeah, yeah I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring up Dustin and what is likely the most important bit of dialogue <laughs> in all of all three seasons of Stranger Things as a collective, um, even for the pending season four. Um, There's a portion of this where um, after they're in Scoops Ahoy, they find the um, that like access vent to where they're (laughs) eventually send Erica Uh through there. But uh, Dustin tries to crawl in there and he tries to get... um, Steve, yeah. Is it, yeah, Steve, right? Mm-hmm. I should remember that, right? Yeah. Uh, to to push him in there, and Steve is trying to lift him up through his legs and everything, and Dustin says, no, what, you have to just put your hands on my butt and shove me through. And he's like, what? And Dustin goes, touch my butt. That's right. And that's that was a potential name for the podcast. We called it, wow. Yeah. But. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Exactly. I know it's people are shocked. Um, they can't believe the you know what? And I I'm going to assume because the show is good now that it was, in fact, a reference to yeah. us talking about stuff. The podcast, they heard right? The so episode we talked about our titles when yeah. I can add that actually listen. into this, I yes. think. Yeah, which is pretty good. <laughs> She's trying to slowly move the microphone closer to her. I did a good job. Look, there's no lines. Well, Savannah just farted and, like, stuck oh. me out. And it looked like Brandy smelled it through yeah. the microphone. That <laughs> <laughs> was really interesting. It's that powerful. But, yeah. Uh, did you guys have any 
have anything else to say about Dustin and, yeah. and his oh, we have so with, much to say with, about uh, Dustin. The the mysterious Susie <laughs> is she real? Is she not? Yeah, I didn't know which way I was I was going. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, at the beginning of the season, I was like, this seems like it's made up. But then as the season progressed and it kept getting brought yeah. up, I was like, okay, maybe this is real. I thought I thought she was real from day one. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, you were a believer, a Dustin believer. I was a believer. I yeah. I like when we get the reveal. How, how she actually looks because I thought she was going to be real but I thought he was totally like I thought she was going to be like Phoebe Cates like she was going to mm-hmm. be like she's kind of like nerdy like him but like she's she's cute little girl whatever but like I thought she yeah. was going to be like a supermodel who's also very smart and all this stuff or whatever and he was like not lying about anything um, but I loved how it how it revealed but uh, yeah Dustin's probably my favorite out of everybody on the show he's so fucking funny I thought it was going he's to be hilarious. that she existed but, like, that he was in love with her, but she, ah. like, didn't... Oh, didn't know who he was yeah, or, or whatever. Yeah, didn't care yeah. or whatever. Um, Danny, my brother, um, he and I were briefly talking about our thoughts about the show. He also loved it. Um, but he had uh, some alternative thoughts about what would happen um, with some other things that we won't get into yet uh, with, with Elle and everything. But he was thinking, you know, since that season two episode where we find out there's, like, another kid out there, like Eleven... Um, he thought that they might bring, bring more of them in to this. Like, they might show up at the mall like later on in the season. And he thought Susie was going to end up being one that Dustin didn't know and that she would show up to help them and actually be like one of those kids, which I think is a little bit of a stretch, but I think I got a fun mm-hmm. idea. But I liked how she did that being. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, but yeah, Dustin, I think, is uh it was super funny. I love whenever he comes back. Uh, our, one of our, I think our oh favorite part gosh. that we rewound and watched a few times uh, was when he first sees Steve at, at uh, Scoops Ahoy, and they walk in and do that lightsaber battle. Uh, oh, yeah. Cut mm-hmm. Steve in half, and he's like, like He, like, he comes out. back, and he's like, uh, Steve comes out, and he's like, you're back. Yeah, they're so excited. And they're so excited yeah. to see each other. And Robin was like, how many friends are your kids? Yeah. <laughs> How many kids? Kids are you are friends, friends with? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah. get it. I've been. I'm tired. I'm I just love like the progression of Steve and Dustin's friendship from like season was it season two? Two and they connect. Yeah. yeah. On that, it was like they lit- they really are truly friends. Like yeah. they love each other. They miss each other. All those things, and they are probably the least likely people that you would think would be especially in season one yeah Yeah. um but i just love it because it is a genuine friendship and their interactions are like comedic gold like when they are in when they're in the mall trying to figure things out and they're like following the russian guy and then they think that the guy sees them and dustin just picks up the phone he's like yes hello (laughs) Yes, I am fine. How are you? <laughs> and Steve's just like behind him trying to be normal. Yeah, I like I like them a lot. I also like just for Dustin alone and, and kind of the other kids in his group, whatever, I really like how going back to like Will and everything too, we're talking about he, he still wants to play D and D and it's like they're they're growing up and it was really weird to, to see season one again and they're they're such little kids. They're babies. Um, like they've grown up so much physically, you know, in the last few years and everything. But um, I really like the trajectory of their friendships and stuff and how they're they're kind of doing different things in season three. Like Dustin doesn't really see them for most of the season. Mm-hmm. He's just hanging out with Steve and doing their thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that was kind of cool too. I loved yeah. um, 
Dustin's interaction with Robin. Like, he seemed to think she was really cool and, Mm -hmm. like... He was very much wanted um, Steve and Robin to be together, which we find out is not going to be the case. But nope. um, I just, yeah, I I think that they are, like, probably my favorite duo in in the show. Yeah. D- Steve and, and Dustin. Robin? No, Steve and, and Dustin. And Dustin. Yeah. Okay. Same. Yeah, same for me. With with Erica added in there, I thought that was a, yeah. a great trifecta. Absolutely. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, well, since we're there, let's let's go ahead and talk about Robin and yeah. um, her being a new character. Um, I didn't. She was introduced, and I thought, okay, well, this is just one of mm-hmm. Steve's coworkers. But then when I saw that she was going to be helping out with everything, I thought she fit really nicely with mm-hmm. everyone. I was afraid they were going to be bogged down by all these new characters because we've got Eleven and Will interacting with the group, you know, unlike season yeah. two specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, so we've got they have to have their own stories sure, yeah. as well. And then, you know, we've got Max and then Billy from season two, and then we're adding a new character, Robin, and then Erica's getting bumped up to being essentially part of the main cast as well. I was afraid things were going to get... Crowded. Um, yeah, yeah, crowded. And uh, no, that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked... It was fabulous. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like how Robin took on such a, like, leadership role and like, oh, I can do this. Like, she was one of the more confident characters in the season, and... Uh, uh, the, the whole thing with her, like, figuring out the, the code and the translation. And um, I believe it was her that, like, ran to the center yeah. of the mall and yeah. was, like, looking mm-hmm. at all the stores, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which I thought was really clever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I really liked her character a lot. And then uh, I was listening to a, a podcast earlier this week where they were breaking down season three of the show. And they got to her and they said they weren't really crazy about they, – they didn't mind her being – gay but they didn't care for how that information was doled out because i guess it seemed like when she and steve were you know tied to that chair on the floor it made it sound like she was flirting with steve or getting ready Mm. to say something about steve but they were interrupted but and they they were being a little bit critical about that but this was 1985 it's not like uh i'm not saying it's easy to be gay now but it's a little bit easier to to come out especially to your your peers Mm. as opposed to back then yeah. so I think that was some of that reticence of of not mentioning it up or at, 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 at that point yeah. and waiting for them to be injected with true serum before she actually you know mentioned it uh, but I, I loved how Steve handled it yeah, yeah like it was great. he he was he was such like a a dick in the first season I know. but like he's 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 probably one of my favorite characters yeah. now and just seeing how he handled it and just like after she reveals that information, he doesn't judge her at all. They just start talking as friends again, you know. Um, I feel I just, like I really like that interaction. I also feel like part of her reticence, not not only it being like hard to come out at that time and whatnot, was just like she genuinely felt a bond with him and a friendship mm-hmm. with him, and she was afraid of what that information could do. Like. What if he didn't receive it well or... Well, especially because he was already... He was basically telling her, like, yeah. he wanted to be with her. And then she right. has to be like, uh, right. I want to be with this chick that likes you. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, there's so many layers to it. But yeah, I liked, I liked the way it played out yeah. um, on the bathroom floor next to where they threw up. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> I liked that, and I loved his response because he was just like, "That chick's like, like stupid or whatever." I don't already say like he, he's like, "You don't want her. She's dumb, whatever." And they just start bonding again. Right. He's really a grown. That was me hilarious. So that whole yeah. storyline of them getting drugged yeah. and then God, so um, finding them and then trying to be the adults in the situation yeah. while they're why the actual adults are high on whatever they were injected with, and Dustin is trying to get them to yeah. <laughs> act their age, but they're not, and he finds them in the bathroom, um, like, passed out pretty much. I just think it's it's funny. Yeah. Um, going back to the new characters, mm-hmm. typically when you're this many seasons in and they just keep introducing new characters, it, I mean, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, and I feel like the creators and writers really do a good job to where every time they introduce somebody new, I really like them. Yeah. yeah. Like, I haven't disliked a new, you know, last season with Billy, I was just like, but, but what he was, was your point with that? And but he, I mean, he was designed to be yeah. unlikable, though. Like, he, he was supposed to be a dick. But I know? just don't understand why him and his sister were coming into the series now I do. Yeah. yeah. See, that's probably the thing. I think it's, it's been the plan. They had to set They it. introduced yeah. him Basically, but just last, to be a dick, last but, season, yeah. yeah, I just didn't understand mm-hmm. it, but now I do, and now I do like her being part of the group, yeah. and Billy being his character, how he played it out. Um, so far, I like everyone that they've introduced new, and it keep, cast keeps growing, mm-hmm. the characters keep growing, and I don't hate yeah, it. I, yeah, I was gonna say, I think one thing the creators have done really well is even with people who are like secondary characters or whatnot. They all have, like, some depth to them or some, like, what you initially think of them is not necessarily the truth of who they are as a person. And they do a really good job of revealing that in a really natural way that doesn't feel, um, like, contrived or just like, oh, no, but really they're deep and they're here for a reason and whatnot. Like, they've done that really well with all of the primary characters, right, like, of us getting to know them and and them growing over the last three seasons. But even, like, Robin has depth to her, and Billy, we realize, in this mm. season, really does. You know, even Max, like, we have seen her grow. And, um, and so I think they've done a really good job of, like, fleshing out full characters for everybody in the show so that it feels like they are there for a purpose and not just like a filler spot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This sounds like a great time to transition to talking about Max and specifically her relationship with Eleven and their friendship they have. Oh my God, it was so much fun to watch that. That's how Steven and I are every time we get together. Just hanging out on the floor in my room, just, but not laying on the dog poop, you know, but, you know, just, just laying there looking at Tiger Beat from 1985. You're always cleaning the blood off my nose. Always. 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 After I throw cars in the air and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus all the cocaine. Yeah, um, true. You know, it's it's just a, a lot fun of good times. good fun. 80s. Um, but it, but it was it was fun to see like when we leave off in um, season two, um, Lucas and Max have paired up, and then um, Mike and eleven, eleven and 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 Mike. Yeah, uh, so it's fun to see like the beginning of this season where their relationships are quote unquote on the rocks. You know. Um, you know, obviously, Brandy and I can relate with that. Uh, always teetering on the brink of doors. Yep. But uh, but it, it was fun to see them interact um, because I, I guess that's what I meant earlier when I was when I was saying um, all the characters coming together. It's uh, seeing different characters you don't normally see Bond. interact. Interact yeah. was was yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, 
since since Max was like the the seasoned relationship haver at this point, even though both couples have been together about the same same time time. uh she and lucas have been through so many like ups and downs that she's like oh i got this figured out here's what you do here's how you play this um that was really fun to see and then the uh the scenes of um max and 11 at the mall where they're going to like try on different clothes and everything that was that was awesome i love the scene 11 like sorry didn't mean to interrupt you brandy oh sorry okay Um, I was doing something else. Sorry. She was shoo-shooing my foot. It was in her <laughs> view. It was in my view. So what I was going to say is I love that in this season that, like, Elle has had, like, an unconventional kind of just really sad life. And they showed her finally having some normalcy and being able to, like, enjoy the small things in life. Like, having a boyfriend and your dad being mad about your boyfriend being in your bedroom. and um, I like seeing her... Learn how to be a girl. Right, and, like, Like, her... Learn how to be a kid. Like, have a sleepover and be with her best girlfriend and... It was really fun to see her be normal. have arguments with your boyfriend and all that. It's, like, nice to see her be normal and, like, sort of wade into those waters whenever they would, like, Max would show her things and she'd be like, what? What is this? Like, she literally has no idea. One of the things Brent said after the mall scene is he paused and he goes, where do they get the money to buy all those clothes? I'm like, I don't know exactly. I don't have that money to buy all those clothes. She just stole them. Yeah. Probably. Like Probably. Yeah. In season yeah, one, she just fucking <laughs> yeah, walks just out. That's fine. What are you going to do? Yeah. She's going to throw yeah. you around with her mind. So um, I want to take this opportunity to talk about the X-Men real quick. So mm-hmm. in the comics, the X-Men, mutants, you know, at puberty, most mutants manifest their powers. They, you know, ideally join the X-Men. Professor X says, you know, I don't want you to use your powers for ill. So especially if you're a telepath, you don't infiltrate mm-hmm. someone's mind. That's invasion of privacy. You don't do that. There's no compunction about <laughs> Eleven doing that in this season yeah. where she and Max get together and they have like essentially a, a, a spin the bottle type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and they they try to spy on people or whatever. But the best part is when they spy on the boys. Oh my God. So it's Mike Lucas and then Will. Will's in his like wizard garb to play D and D because he's clinging on to the past. But then <laughs> Eleven's there. She's like watching them, and Mike burps. And then Lucas is like, "Oh, you think that's yeah. something?" And he just like rips a fart. Yeah. And then she was just so disgusted. And I was like laughing both because of like how disgusting it was, but also it was like that that was literally me at that age. <laughs> that's what and you also, guys did. And also yesterday, yeah. yeah sure. So um, the girl's always obsessed and was overthinking about the guys and trying to figure them out. And you guys are over there eating Doritos and passing gas. Mm-hmm. Well, but the guys God were knows. sort of trying to figure it out, right? Like they were they obsessing were, yeah. about it, but then they got distracted by just being disgusting boys. So I love that though, because at first I, the, the way that Mike was talking about it, it was so on the nose of what she would probably expect to hear them talking about. I thought that he he knew that she might be spying on them. Oh. I thought that they, they were like playing a game on the girls. And then it just progressed into that, the, the, the farting thing. And it just like, that just took over. <laughs> and it was so funny. And I love how, basically, like, I like how they, even in her, her normalcy, like we were talking about of being a teenager and stuff, like they're having a sleepover thing and they're doing this like spin the bottle type thing, spying on people. Like they're using her powers 
to do that. And then she just like takes it off, just cracks up, you know, cause it's yeah. just all like so goofy, but it's like, if girls had that power, they might do that. I don't know. Like, like you're saying like the X-Men, like maybe that happens to at late at night in the, in the mansion, you know, without, without mm-hmm. telling professor X and stuff that they're like spying on each other or whatever. Jean Grey's uh, logging into like to see Beast, yeah. and he's just like using a litter box, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, or right next to it. What do you guys? Oh, yeah, right next, right next to it, right in front of it. Yeah. yeah. God damn it, Hank. <laughs> so, what do you think about Elle losing her powers at the end of the series or season? I don't know. I'm a little bit confused about that. I I don't know exactly mm-hmm. why that happened, uh, but maybe I'm just not remembering something. It, but it seems like it kind of just happened. It was that thing in her leg. Uh, I think is what started it uh, when it bit her. Yeah. And then they had to like take that, like she had to take it out of her leg, but I don't know what that, like how it would get her powers from her or whatever, take them. That's what Danny was saying too. That's what I didn't want to say earlier. He, he didn't think that she was going to have her powers taken away. He thought they were going to find like a new power of hers, uh, some way that she was going to like perform. Um, but I, I actually like this. I think this is an interesting thing that that really changed the game. Whenever they've, she's always been there to fall back on to save them, and she did it multiple times in this season. Um, you know, to, to help them and stuff, and that really like changes it. So I'm excited to see what that what mm-hmm. that does. Yeah. 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 I, I like the idea of her losing her powers and trying to cope with that. I just don't understand why they were lost. Yeah. But maybe they'll get more in yeah. in depth with that on on the next season or whatever. Um, Real quick, before I forget, this is super important to me. So <laughs> I, I love that this season played with stuff that was around during that time. Like the Russian guy that he has the, the gun and the leather jacket. He's on the motorcycle, yes. that, that Russian guy. Um, he looks like the fucking Terminator, yeah, he does. which came out in 1984. He, this, he did. This takes yeah. place in 85. Um, I like that. And I also like that Hopper looked like Magnum P.I. for yes. most of the season. Like, I, I looked it up last night, and there are, like, if you type in Hopper, uh, uh, Stranger Things Season 3 shirt, you'll get a list of, like, all these different places you can buy that type of shirt. People are freaking out over millennials, a, I guess. But, uh, right before yeah. this episode, our recording, um, I was on Reddit, and there someone made a, it looks like um, old school TV. It's like someone said, I taped this off my VHS or whatever, and it, they call it Hopper P.I., and they've made like an intro, like a whole like intro. And it's like all this like funny music and stuff. And it's like him getting out of the car with like the Burger King bag. And like, it's like, oh, wow. and like, and then like him with Joyce and all this stuff. It's like Joyce is Wheelbarrow. Well, is it? And all, it's so funny. Is it Joyce or who is it? Somebody says something about his shirt at one point. Yeah. Someone at the like, station. They're like, what or, is that shirt? And he's like, it's in style. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that was uh, the cop when uh, he has his, his uh, like secretary or whatever like buy him something yes, stylish. Yeah. The the other cop there, um, who's played by Turk from the Marvel Netflix shows, he's like, but that seems like a, a little too much color for you, Hop. He's like, no, it's yeah, like you said, it's, it's in style, style yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I liked uh, or cutting edge. Yeah, cutting, cutting edge, edge. Yeah, I liked yeah. the storyline with. Uh, with him and um, Joyce and everything, especially like the, with the kids when he goes to talk to her at her store, and he need he's like fucking Mike. Needed a pep talk. Yeah, like he, yeah. And, and he, <laughs> he was like advice. when she's like you should have a heart to heart. He was like, what is that? Yeah. That was so funny. I loved their their interactions and their like and on again he, off again thing. You know, when he came back and she was like, how did it go? Yeah. Did you have a heart to heart? He's like, it went great. Well, yeah, it went great. <laughs> yeah. I had and to improvise a little that. bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> that I love that scene with him and Will, like when he got into the like, oh, what happened with God. my grandmother? Oh, oh yeah. what happened? And the second they get Mike, in the car, yeah. he's Mike, yeah. yeah, or Mike, I mean, yeah. and he uh, he switches Hopper, and he's like. <laughs> Just flips out on yeah, him yeah. and scares the you know what out of Mike. It's yeah. Just, yeah, you can say shit. It's pretty good. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love that. Like, that should be your sink word next time. Just the word shit. shit. All right, keep it in. Right I now. Love, okay. All right. I love that Hopper can be both like an incredibly like aware caring, like vulnerable person, and just the biggest dick in the world, like. He's so great at being Hopper. He is so good. Like, oh my gosh, I sobbed like a baby. Oh, we're getting there? At the end. Oh, see, I wanted to talk about his relationship with Elle before we got there. Like, I loved how he took on that dad role. Oh, yeah. I love that he called himself her dad. Yeah, he just, that. he's just, like, fully yeah. in that mode now, yeah. Like, and, and then, like, any time that... Uh, uh, L and Mike are in, in the room and the door shut. He gets so pissed off. Like, I said, leave it home at three inches. <laughs> and he's like, he, like whenever he essentially makes Mike and L break up, and she, yeah. he comes home and he thinks that it's Mike, but it's Max yeah. there, and they're having a sleepover. He goes and he, he gets, gets like so all excited. of his food and stuff, and he like gets in his yeah. lazy boy and is just so excited. He's so happy. Yeah. See, and and that's him coming home pissed off because Joyce, yeah. in his mind, stood him right. up. Yeah. So that just, like, changed his entire yeah. mood. It's like a, a victory for him. It's See, I never things. thought of him being a dad figure, like, in season one. I never thought. And so seeing him in season three evolve to where he cares about. He always cared about the kids, but I just never saw him, like, taking on that role as a well, dad figure. Well, remind me, since you guys yeah. just watched season one or rewatched it, um, didn't. Because he had a wife in the first he season. He is a dad. Did, did he have a... Yeah, that's what? that's his whole storyline is his daughter yeah. had cancer. And died. And died. Oh, okay. See, I so that's the thing, that. though. Okay. Like you're saying, though, that it's it's only the very last episode that they show his flashbacks mm-hmm. and him be like a regular dad in the park and he looks like a very joyous guy. Mm-hmm. And it's after that that he became like a, a drunk and a pill popper, which I had forgotten about from the first season. It's like a big point of that. He's always popping pills. But they call him Pill Popper Hopper. Wow. And I totally forgot. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he we don't really see that, though, until that last episode. And then it leads right into the next season whenever he's like with Elle and stuff. And he's, you know, sort of like a protector. And then now he's like a full on dad. Um, so, yeah, you really don't see that from him for most of the time, though. But I also love, too, that the that scene is so funny when he gets in his lazy boy. But I love the first time you see him in there. And he's eating like Doritos and drinking beer, and he just leans mm. back yeah. until he can see in there and stuff. Yeah. And yells at him. And then he like they're kissing, and she shuts the door, and he like runs in there real quick, and they're separated and like reading magazines on the bed, like like they're like not even kissing or whatever. Well, I mean, Mike deserved it though because he was like, he was really pushing it. With Hopper. He was going... Oh, he was trying to push yeah. it, that's for sure. And he was yeah. being, like, a little real... snide. Like, <laughs> he was talking back. And I was like, wow, he wouldn't do this for Even, even whenever the, the grandmother thing happens, whenever Hopper's trying to make him leave, and Hopper finally says... So, like, it's, your grandmother's fine. He even calls him, like, a dick or an asshole yeah. or something like that. Uh, he's like, you're a lying asshole or something. So, yeah, yeah. He's, he's really always there. Like, weren't they... Weren't they laughing directly in his face, yes. like Mike and Eleven? Yes, I was like, they were. They were Jesus, like whispering like, to yeah. each other and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. 
I, I can't imagine doing that. Yeah. Like, I would never laugh at, at your dad directly to his face. Especially, yeah. I was doing it behind his back, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Any, but at that time, at that age, though. you don't really, I mean, you just, those kids, like, when you're at that age, mm. you have no filter. Like, you just, true. you don't really care. See, I, I went with it and for those kids, but I would never do that to my dad. Yeah. Well, your <laughs> no. dad would beat your ass if yeah. you did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of get it both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so crazy um, to me, though, because, like, Hopper is, like, a scary, burly Hopper. Dude. Hopper is kind of like uh, Reginald Bell Johnson. He reminds me of my dad as well. When it comes to Elle and, and him, pre- you know, prepare, preparing for fatherhood to for Elle, and he, he softens up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he, he he's just more, more likable. I've always liked that character, mm-hmm. but... I just really... He's a more likable person now. Yeah. He is. And that's why it was so devastating at the end. When everything's fine. Exactly. So um, I want to uh, real quick talk about Hopper's relationship to Joyce or yes. at least go back to that. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I'm kind of of two minds about that. Like, I, I really like Joyce with... Uh, man, what was his name from last season? Bob. Bob. Bob, yeah. Uh, I really like them together. Yeah. Um, and Bob was like such a good dude, you know, um, that I I totally, I, I guess in, in that first season, Joyce and Hopper were, they were trying to make them a thing a little bit. In the bit. first season, they're Is just really, right? like they're old friends. Yeah. But they're okay. just, yeah, they're just kind of doing their thing. They're just trying to find Will. Yeah, oh, okay. there's so no this, romantic. This this. The second season, there's not any like romance stuff that I remember, but it's like they they go even more into like they were like pretty good friends in high school, or like they they used to smoke together at least. Mm-hmm. And it seems like at okay. the end of it, he he likes her and stuff at least. Okay, um, and then this season, okay, so it kind of built up. I don't know. I feel like Joyce would be good for Hopper, but Hopper may not be good for Joyce. Like if they were in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You just don't like I them think, together? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good uh, assessment. It's not that I don't like them together. It's just, um, I don't know if, if, it just seems like the the show is trying to push them together, even though they're just, I don't know, I just have a weird thing about, like, like a man and a woman, they can't just be friends in, like, fiction mm-hmm. like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just, like, they could just be friends. It's fine, you know? I, I don't know. I yeah. just uh, feel... Yeah, I understand I think that. if you, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm curious to... Since I've watched them out of order now, like I watched two, three, and then one, like now that we're going back through it, I, I'm curious to see, but I, I think it does kind of build up over time. Okay. And it's one of those things like, like speed, like you're in such a, like an emotional thing, to, like a big event together, like over and over again with them, uh, that maybe they're building some type of trust and it just bonds you in a way. Yeah. And like, maybe he's, he's connecting that a lot. Um, but yeah. still, and maybe just wanting someone, I don't know. Like, in the first season, there was a lot of stuff I had forgotten about, like him popping pills, pill popping hopper. Um, yeah. There was, like, a scene where he wakes up next to some chick that he just banged. And he doesn't remember. And then remember he goes anything. to the library, and the librarian's like, you never called me. And so he was just, like, a slut for a while. Oh, um, wow. After his, like, kid died and stuff, I guess, and he got divorced, so. Hmm. Um, I don't remember that Yeah, so I'd forgotten season. about it until mm-hmm. we rewatched it, but I think maybe he's, like, now he has a kid, and he's he's getting back to his old ways, and maybe he sees Joyce as a figure near him that he has he a likes. He has a dad bod now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All the Doritos. <laughs> it is funny, though, because, like, he it, he looks different in the third season from the first. Yeah. Like, he's See, I was trying to remember the first, and... Did he, like, is he heavier in the third season? That's what I was trying to remember. 
I, yeah, until you mentioned it, I hadn't thought about it, but now thinking back on it since we watched them like back to back like that, it feels like uh, he's kind of settled down. They also, you know, at the end of season two, like the end of season one is, is interesting because um, if, we, if we can take a step there real quick, because it's so funny looking back on it now, especially after season three and all the stuff you get used to about the Upside Down and what we know about it and about the Demogorgons that happened in season two and all the stuff. Season one is so like calm and like like there's hardly anything going on. Like it's really just like there's like one Demogorgon. And they don't even know what it is, and they don't really know what the Upside Down is, and they kind of piece it together, and then Elle defeats it, and she defeats herself, we think, at the same time. And in the second one, it expands out. And then it's like in the second season is when they actually realize the gate has been, like, opened, and they just try to, like, keep it away with flames, but it's like they need to fully close it. So I think at the end of season two is more of the full arc of, like, one and two, where they're like, it's done, and maybe they all kind of relaxed, and then she was able to get, like... I think in season two, she gets, like, a birth certificate from Paul Reiser so she can be a normal kid and she can be Jane, essentially, her, like, given name. And then in season three, it's, like, that's how they're able to, like, she can live a more normal life. And then I think mm-hmm. he kind of settles into the dad figure and then goes into that dad bod. So. There you go. There yeah. you go. That's what I'm saying. I think so. Thank you, Stephen, okay. for the... Yeah. Yeah. But then the fucking it's a quick transition. Come in. Yeah. Open that shit back up, so... Name is Smirnoff. <laughs> I love the I love Smirnoff. That dude was so funny. <laughs> There's so many things yeah. in this that are purely 80s, and that was one of them to me. It was he like the Russian thing I loved because that was such an 80s thing. Um, there's so many good movies that I loved that have to do with that, like in the Russian invasion that might happen or whatever, like Red Dawn and all this stuff. And that beginning, like you said, the special effects in that first episode when it's this giant machine, and it was like, what is happening? And then you realize they're Russians, and it was crazy. Um, but even the goofy Russian that they meet and him, like the way he drinks Coca-Cola and stuff and he wants Slurpees, like that's <laughs> yeah. like an eighties trope of like then getting used to like, and like the, the carnival stuff, like getting used to like American, uh, like commercial, Culture. yeah. Uh, commercialism and all this stuff or whatever. And, uh, it was all just, and like the guy that they're following in the mall that ends up being the instructor for like the, 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 oh, the fitness like class. The jazzercise. Just yeah. like an, like a Russian eighties, like eighties Russian guy. The Terminator dude is, like, very fitting for that same trope, whatever. Like, there's so many things that it was just, like, it felt nostalgic in the best way. Mm-hmm. You know, they really fit that. The mall design itself. Yeah. 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 They did a really good job on that. Well, I kept thinking, especially in that scene with the guy they thought was a Russian, the jazzercise yeah. uh, instructor. I, was, I just told Brent, and I said, oh, my God, I'll... Like slowly, eighties and nineties is coming back in it style. Really I really hope the workout clothes with the thong on the outside. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! The, it's like pants with a thong, like one piece. I don't know why that's a yes. thing, but it's amazing. You're right; it is amazing. <laughs> have you ever wanted to work out, but also, also have wanted a to wedgie yeah. at the same time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. a double wedgie really is two layers of, of your pants. Yeah. My ass does not look that great to pull that you off. You should try it. I don't know. I'll try it. We'll, we'll, we'll try it. We'll post a picture. Yeah. To our and Instagram we'll do and a poll. It's like yeah. Borat, just with another <laughs> layer underneath. Um, real quick on the uh, the the Russian, um, mm. you said he was drinking Coke. He was actually drinking the new Coke yeah. when they changed the formula yeah. a while back. Uh, I've never had one of those, yeah, but no. I've, I've always been curious to I try one. I had to pause and ask because I didn't know, like... When we were watching, I was like, what's the new Oh, it was a big thing for I like that they go into that with Lucas, because Lucas loves it. 
later on. Yeah. And he's like, and they go that whole thing. He's like, you know, like the thing, John Carpenter's the thing is like really good, but it's not the original, like all that stuff, but it's something different. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also with, uh, I rewatched that scene where Hopper brings the Burger King and the Slurpee yeah. to the, to, uh, Smirnoff. Right. And, uh, he puts it down and the, the, the Russian guy, he like takes a sip of it and then spits it out because he wanted cherry, but he got strawberry and Harper's reaction is the same reaction I have anytime anyone is picky about any food. It's just like, so it all tastes the same. It's fine. I, uh, his disgust. I do is love just, it's, um, yeah. Maury Bauman that was in season two. Oh, uh, yeah. that they go to, to to translate for him. I love his character and and also going back to Joyce and Hopper and stuff, how what he did with Nancy and Will to be like, you guys just want to fuck. Get it over with. You guys clearly right. want to do that. And then he's like, guys, I can't stand the bickering. Fuck already. Let's pull over right now yeah. on the way to the carnival and just get this over with. Uh, I love his addition too. He also reminds me of like another kind of '80s trope and stuff. But uh, I, I love. He's a fun character. Oh, yeah. are my free translation services yeah. not good enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's a lot of fun. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, yeah. speed toward the the end here. Um, so real quickly, uh, Susie, we find out is a real person um, who Dustin is able to contact uh, at the very Amazingly. end of the uh, the last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's real. And uh, they, they sing a magical song mm-hmm. uh, to do something. Oh, she just, like, makes him do it because she wants to hear yeah. it or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like they She's going to give song him break. the code that he needs as long as he That's sings right. the song mm-hmm. to her. He sings the song. Again, though, it's really cool because um, Robin is the one that figures out everything with the Russians for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Erica is the one that actually gets them into the Russian base. Mm-hmm. And then they have to call Susie to figure out the code. It's like girl power is well, like and a big theme in this. Yeah, even Nancy, if you think mm-hmm. about it, Nancy is the one that really figures out that something is truly wrong. Yeah. And then Elle is just badass yeah. on her own. So, and then Joyce yeah. with the magnets. Mm-hmm. And they the, created really, really strong female characters. Yeah, they did. But I loved, I loved Susie uh, was real. I was really glad about that. Yeah. Yeah. And what song do they sing? Steven? Uh, I'm not going to sing it again. You guys can hear it in the outtakes. But it's uh, it's the theme for the never-ending story, which uh, <laughs> I follow a guy on Twitter who posts uh, a lot of political stuff. But at the end of the night, he'll usually post, like, some random YouTube clip. And the other day, he posted that song. I didn't know what it was, though. It just showed, like, the YouTube link. And he was like, uh, for all the Gen Xers out there, this really did happen. It was not a fever dream. And I've never seen the music video to that, but holy shit, it's so bad. Um, it's like there's like a there's a part in it where it talks about like turning around and it starts with a guy looking in a mirror and he turns around to sing that line. It's really awful. But uh, yeah, it's super fun. I used to love the Never Story movies so growing up. Never seen it. What? Oh, my gosh. No, wow. I haven't. So I didn't know that's what that was. So I thought it was just a song I, they made I up. I flipped my shit when that came on. And they sing it for a long time. Yeah. Because Dustin, they do. that kid is, yeah. is like a Broadway singer. He's like legit. Uh-huh. Um, and it was really fun to see them like actually like get into it and stuff. Well, he asked me, he's like, have you ever seen the Never Ending Story? And I was like, I watched it with my brothers. But I remember it being really sad. And he was yeah. like, yeah, there are sad parts to it. And I was like, I think that, like, as a kid, if a movie was sad, I was just like, nope, yeah. not watching it. It's like Land Before Time. She was like, I can't finish it. And I was like, it, it ends up so well. <laughs> yeah. But, That's like Mere Chappie. 
Oh, it is like Chappie. Um, so then uh, there are two deaths in this <sighs> season, or at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. One of them, uh, we have Billy mm. awaken from his uh, his stupor I was glad of for being that. possessed by the what was it, the Mind Flayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see him morph into the Red Ranger, summons the <laughs> T Rex Sword, saves the day, and it's that all good. That would have actually been pretty amazing. That would have been rad. Like in the middle of the mall. It's a crossover event. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so no, he uh, he gets killed by the the mind flare. Um, he does like stop the that like tentacle thing from grabbing Nancy. Was it no, Nancy? He, gets, uh, he was trying to get L. It was it's L. Because he was oh, he brought was her there, Sorry. yeah, to be taken, and then he yeah. kind of mm-hmm. saved her from it too. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was awesome. Like when he like grabbed that thing, it looked like he was actually holding it. Mm. Like sometimes like. A human interacting with CGI doesn't always look great, but it actually looked pretty good. No, their CGI was great. Oh, yeah. man, it was good the whole Solid. time. Super gross. Um, and then uh, finally, the, the last and final death. Um, Tear. Yeah. Pour out a few tears for your for your homie <laughs> Hopper. Pull Poppin' Hopper. Mm-hmm. But he, is he dead? Is he dead? Question mark. We didn't see it. Um, it, was, it was weird, though, because they're, like, he and Joyce are in that underground like lair and they they both have turned the keys and Joyce rigs up like a belt or mm-hmm. something to turn the key um while he's uh, hoppers out on the platform fighting I guess it was the terminator at, yeah. at that point yeah. mm-hmm. um but it seems like he would have had time to like run back but there to, was like, like turn stuff the thing off. blocking the thing broke. him it broke and there was like the waves were between him and like the lightning waves oh. yeah he could get past okay. it okay okay i Okay. But I, think, I didn't pay I attention to that part, but it makes sense. Somehow, yeah. Who's, yeah, because who's the American at the end when they... Yeah, so there's, there's a couple the things, end. some oh. theories online about it. For one, we see the scientists, the Russian scientists nearby explode like they did in the beginning, but we don't see Hopper, um, so we don't actually see him die. And then also the song that plays during that, uh, Heroes, is the same song that played in the episode where Will was found in the quarry, um, where he's not oh. really dead. Hmm. So it seems like there's maybe like a hint there. And then, yeah, there's that that credit scene where they the Russians at, at, in Russia are like, not should we the grab, grab the American in the end? Like, not the American. So but we don't see anybody behind the door. So that could be Hopper as well. I think he's still alive. I really alive, hope though. so. Because yeah. I just love his character. Yeah, I would be so sad if he wasn't in the fourth season. Yeah. It seems like they mm-hmm. might bring him back. I, another theory I saw was that the, the Duffer brothers, the creators have confirmed that Papa from Matthew Modine from the first season was not is not dead. Um, he gets attacked by the Demogorgon we see in the first season, but we don't see him die either. So there's a theory that he is the American behind the door in the Russian base, and that's how the Russians knew about the Upside Down and knew about Hawkins, was somehow they got him, and that he will lead them. And then that maybe, like, Elle losing her powers and stuff, like maybe she has to go get Papa to do something with that or whatever. And then maybe Hopper's just, like, another thing. So I think that's an, an also, like, plausible theory. Um, but hopefully I'm just... I don't really care about Papa being alive or dead unless it, like, affects the story. But mm-hmm. Hopper I really care about. So I would hate if he was actually but gone. Talk about talk about um, an ending, though. Like, that yeah. end credit scene where they said, should we grab the American? I mean... And then they I was pretty pissed off that that was the end. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I have to wait another, <laughs> what? Year. I don't know how long, another I, year? I yeah. Like, come on. I mean, it was so good. It was a great cliffhanger, but I just don't do well with those. I like, like I want to know. I like this series, though, because, like, I watched uh, the German series Dark recently, and mm-hmm. Dark 
is going to be like, as far as I've heard as well, it's going to be three seasons that are all connected much like this, but dark, the first season like didn't end. It just like cliffhanger and into the second one and the second one cliffhanger again, I have to wait another year. Mm. These I love because like those, those last episodes are longer, like 80 mm-hmm. minutes. They finished mm-hmm. the actual storyline at like 50 or 60 minutes though. And then it's just like epilogue. And so you get yeah. that cliffhanger, but at least you get like each season is its own full story. Yeah, they so like So it feels like a good movie. You see it like what is it 2 or 3 months later yeah. that it goes forward and I I loved sort of it's really really sad and bittersweet, right? Like what is the fourth season going to be because three or four of the main characters are moving away, right? And it affects multiple yeah. relationships and friendships and things like that. So, you know, what ends up happening with that? But I also liked that you got, say Hopper did truly die, you also got a really wonderful, like, closing mm-hmm. scene for him where it, it shows Al reading the letter. Oh, yeah, God, that was, yeah. Which, yeah, that was well, devastating. Letter, that was very but the speech sad. or whatever yeah. that he was going to give. Like, if he is mm-hmm. truly dead, there is a bit of closure there mm-hmm. in that she got to have, like, one last thing from him where he... Pretty even, much. even his death, too, like he sacrificed himself mm-hmm. for it all to happen. Right. You know? And going back to what Stephen was saying, like, you're right, we get satisfaction at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. The storyline is complete. They, 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 but they throw one little yeah. thing at you to make you interest, you know, bring you back for the fall next season. But you do get some satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to see it finally, you know, come to an end, the season come to an end. Yeah. They met their goal. And I do like that part. It's not, they don't keep everything open. Yeah. I would really. And I do like that. Like, with, with Dark and then some, like, the OA was another series I was trying to mention the other week on this podcast that I, had, like, I, I couldn't recommend it to people because I was like, well, it depends how the next season goes because it didn't even finish the story. And then, and then now it's like the second season of Dark. It's like, well, I don't really know because I don't know the end of it. So it's hard for me to recommend it because you have to know you're going to have a, a huge cliffhanger. With these, I like that it's like one, one story each season. And then that tease where it's like, oh, my God, but what's going to happen next is so, mm-hmm. so good but so bad. Because then you're like, fuck, I just want to watch it now. But that wait really makes it worth it, too. So Here's how I want season four to begin is um, Elle is living with... Um, Joyce and, and Will and Jonathan, as she goes out to the mailbox one day to uh, to check it, she comes back in, she sees something addressed to her, opens it up. It's Hopper's mustache. <laughs> no one will see it coming. He's alive. <laughs> the Russians have uh, captured him, and instead of that, they're starting to send her parts oh, of his man. facial hair. <laughs> they're like, come find him. <laughs> Little bits of that flower shirt. Uh huh. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Damn. Um, okay, so I think that's probably going to do it for this episode. Or is there any last comments on season three of Stranger Things? I was just going to say, Amanda had mentioned about the moving away um, with Elle joining the, the Byers clan. Um, again, watching season one was interesting because I had forgotten how much Joyce was like a comforting figure to her. Um, whenever she was trying to find Will for them and the pool and stuff, Joyce was like comforting her the whole time. And it kind of, I didn't, I forgotten about that trajectory as well with them, that it makes sense that she would kind of take her. She's like been a mother character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but also that like changes everything like them moving away and I don't know I didn't like that because I was like I don't know what's going to happen but obviously they kept talking about them moving away during the season but um, I know the Duffer brothers did say they wanted to expand the fourth season outside of Hawkins which is really interesting we've seen a little bit of Russia now um, so that might be part of it but I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes you know now that they're outside of Hawkins so what what if the buyers just move to Russia? Like that's the plan. It's like hey, come on, literally any other come place on, guys. would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. So just uh, just seeing that, that'd be interesting to see what happens in the next one because for the first time we're we're opening up the world outside of that little town, and um, it's gotten bigger and bigger each season, and I'm curious to see how much bigger it gets. You know, the next time, and if and if they bring back the other. Like it, we've met eight now, um, her sister. I wonder if there'll be other kids finally being brought in or not, you know, uh, to this next season would be kind of interesting. So yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Brandy, Amanda, any final comments? Great. Cool. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're yeah. both like really hungry and tired. I can tell. I'm not hungry because I, I had a bowl of cereal, but. I'm starving. Yeah. I haven't had anything to eat today. Mm. Oh, she's about to get hangry, yeah, so yeah, this better. Now. I'm seriously <laughs> yeah. like... You did very well on this episode. Uh, the hangriness never came out, so... Nope, yeah. I'm trying for you. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> Thank it. you. The, here's the issue we're, we're recording. So, once mm. I don't want proof... Um, the evil that comes out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, just like, as soon as we stop recording, it's on. It's the on. The mind flayer comes out. Yeah. Just feel sorry for this guy mm-hmm. right here um, mm-hmm. when we stop recording because he gets the he gets the evil. Just throw some cheeses at her. If this episode doesn't come out on Tuesday, it's because she's killed me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll edit it. It's fine. It's cheaper. It's yeah. cheaper than a divorce, right? Do you do you have life insurance? Wow. Uh, I will also never tell you that. It's, it's so. cheaper because it's actually in the positive. You get money. That's kind of nice. I Absolutely. do. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. anybody but you is the beneficiary. <laughs> yeah. And then I could just bring Ross over to uh, tell me which one of these is valuable. He knows you better. Know? He would never betray me. <laughs> like Ross, I, if you're listening, I will split it with you 50 50. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's bad at math, also a shyster, so <laughs> don't trust She's her. She's like really planning yeah. this out. Mm-hmm. You should be concerned. Oh, yes. Yeah, I have been for 15 years. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a. I just don't know where to hide the body yet. Wow. So. <laughs> she just puts me out front on a trash day. Well, you guys have <laughs> not even in a bag. You have a lot of construction in your neighborhood right now, right? Uh-huh. Just I do. put them whenever. Find out whenever someone's gonna like lay some foundation down, bury it before they hey, get there. You know, I'm not like thrilled with the direction <laughs> this this conversation is going. I just wanted to help I her out. I feel like I'm getting some help. Just yeah. some tips. No this. reason. Why it's do not you about want you. your best friend to be murdered? And that's not it. I'm just, I just wanted to help another friend out, which is Brandy. And she has a goal. I appreciate it. This, is my, gift. this is my birthday gift. Exactly. She's trying to help me plan your death. But Brent, I don't want you to die. For your birthday. What? Why are you constantly winking at the camera? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. You can see me? Yeah. I thought this was all audio. Damn it. <laughs> no. Uh, we got to talk about what you're doing in that toilet cam. Uh, anyway, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. So feel free to email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. You can follow Stephen on 
I don't know why I stumbled on that. Uh, you follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. Ladies, I it's going to be a no, but is there any reason you want anyone to follow either of you guys on social media? No, please don't. No. No? Okay. Cool. Just uh, Google Brandy and Amanda feet pics, and you'll find something, <laughs> I'm sure. All right. So, Stephen, what are we talking about? That was the biggest eye roll from your wife. <laughs> so fucking disgusting. What are we talking about on the next episode of the show? Uh, we're going to finally finish out the series to date uh, of Fast and the Furious with The Fate of the Furious from 2017. Absolutely. I, we're going to finish up that yeah. octilogy of Fast and the Furious I don't even movies. remember the last time we talked about Fast and the Furious. It's been a long time. Uh, yeah. You know, you know what we want to hear. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be it for the show. Thank you all for listening. Thank both of you ladies for Absolutely. joining us on the show. You're very, very welcome. Right at the end. And that's, we almost that's made it. Miles. Oh, that's wow. Miles, yeah. He's, he's uh, scratching it up. He's getting it. All right. So, all right, let's wrap this up. So, uh, until next time. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. I'm Brandy. I'm Amanda. Oh my God, we did it. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And let's talk later. there was a sync word I wanted to use for season three and as I was watching the show I was like oh man I need to write this down so I don't forget Mm -hmm. and then I was like but I'm comfortable I don't want to go get my phone or go write this down on a piece of paper I'll just remember what it is or at least at the very you know be able to go back and track down the episode and I can search search it back wasn't able to do that (laughs) nope I uh I spent 45 minutes scrubbing through uh, six episodes last night oh, wow. trying to find the specific sync word I wanted. Couldn't find it. <laughs> Couldn't find it. It was something about Hopper's mustache and him looking like Magna P.I. or like mm. Hawaiian mustache or something like that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't couldn't find it. Couldn't find the exact phrasing I wanted. So to bail us out, I'm just going to say we sync with the word Susie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Since it keeps coming I was up about Susie in the season. Cool. Okay. So, I, and ladies, you have to join in as well. I was thinking, though, we should do, as one sync word, never-ending story. <laughs> All together, what do you think? Bravo, Steven. Thank you. Yeah, that's... I have to go. Just Susie? <clears throat> uh, yeah, we'll just we'll do just Susie, Susie, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a little bit easier. Maybe. You're, you're editing, whatever. <laughs> All right, so Susie on three... One, two, three. Susie. Fantastic. Okay, so Brandy needs to uh, use the restroom. Mm-hmm. Can I use the restroom? Mm-hmm. Right, right here. Your pause break. On the carpet. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just there go you finish. Go, right there. Just go pee on that poop. <gasps> Can I eat a bowl of cereal real quick? I'll be so much happier if I eat a bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you better fine. be fucking quick. Okay. <laughs> are we all breaking, or are you? Uh... I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. So, Stephen, we can we can go ahead and just talk about whatever we want at this point, and I can sound better because I'm directly on the microphone. I'm still pretty directly far into my mic, so yeah, I'll just sound like shit like normal.
No, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Let's see. What can we possibly talk about? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what she she said, we need more cereal. <laughs> Are you guys making hamburgers? <laughs> the deep cut. I have looked up recipes uh, in the last few days, actually, to make hamburgers. Mm. Um, yeah. There's a thing called a butter hamburger from, like, Wisconsin, where they use, oh, like, a okay. lot of... Say no more. Do what? <laughs> it was confusing at first, but then you said it's from Wisconsin. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that makes they, sense, yeah. They mm-hmm. put, a, like, a lot of butter on the bread, I guess, uh-huh. and they put... It's not like they put butter in the meat. They put butter, like... God, oh, they, they fry the, the hamburger in butter. Like, instead of, like, an oil or whatever on a grill, they, like, melt some butter and then pan fry it. So it's, like, tons of butter. Oh. And I was like, butter yeah. makes everything better. That might help. Um... Just drown out the flavor yeah. of that that meat puck. That's what, for I, you. that's what I'm thinking. And they said it's like yeah. moist that way because it, you know, the butter, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's a maybe, but I still think uh, bacon. Bacon's gonna be my savior for it. And uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. He's always gonna be my savior for everything. Yeah. Footloose. You know what I'm saying? We'll see how this. Yeah. Watch. Every time that spikes, that's you. <laughs> She's like, whatever. Yeah, she doesn't bug gear. That's a little one. Every time there's a little thing, that's you. I didn't realize she was coming back to eat. I didn't either. I thought she was just eating in there. You want this back? He said he didn't realize you were coming back to eat. He thought you were going to eat in there. Is that a problem? No, I just, I did not realize that was the game plan. Yeah, yeah so you can slurp and <laughs> chew. Yeah, that's great. It's great radio. Great podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're on a break. <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> oh. oh. Got that. some gellers in the house over oh, there. Man. Yeah. All right. I'm so close. <clears throat> oh, then I should drink my ice water. Mm-hmm. We've got three bites left, though. Count them down. <laughs> Oh, Amanda, Amanda loves her cereal. Oh, there's going to be a fourth <laughs> bite. Oh, my God. <laughs> totally cool. Savannah's hair is stuck to the, like... Yeah, on the bottom of the chair. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Oh, okay, can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> we are connected at the head, all right? I know, I didn't realize. <laughs> I remember. Okay, I'm sorry, I have to blow my nose. <laughs> Speaking of sneezing. What? Yeah. What, what oh, am I doing? just got very excited. She doesn't know what's happening. I like how we're doing this, though, instead of... I, I was conf- We're doing it. We're doing it. I was confused. I was going to be confused by the episodes, because we're, we're lost on season one now, but we're just going through characters. That's been really... That's probably the yeah, easiest way. Good. Yeah, because it all kind of merges together. It's like our podcast um, is good now, and we found a new way. The podcast is good yeah, now, so, so we figured it out. Like, it took... Sure, it took 100 sure. episodes, but we're... We're, we're good. good. We're good. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Oh, wow. <laughs> Strong praise. <laughs> but on another note, before we get off, we only have a few... We only have a few more days. What? No, you have dog it's hair It's my hair. Oh, well. Um, we're getting so close to Veronica Mars. Oh, premiere. God, yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, I mean, I'm so excited. Hell yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. 
I'm glad that is it. They have the whole series on Hulu, right? See, I thought yeah. Hulu yeah. does. Yeah. I thought Hulu does like one at a time, though. Have you seen? I don't. I didn't know if they're releasing the whole series or not. I don't think oh, they're going to release the whole series oh, um, because I think you're right. Yeah. That's terrible. But let me look and I see. Binge them I don't know. I don't know how to Google that. Brent can Google that. I don't know how to Google that. <laughs> I don't know how to Google that. Did you really <laughs> just say that? <laughs> Fancy ass it. I'm turning 80 on Monday, oh, guys. Wow. Yeah, because you got to go yeah. watch your programs. <laughs> yeah, with my with my lunch pill. Yeah. All right. Before we hang up, uh, I want to mention this because you were talking about the magnets and them being uh, Joyce not being able to figure out why they were demagnetized and the the like kind of the the paranoia that came along with that or went along with that. Um, Amanda, with your Amanda, words. were you? Would you consider yourself a juggalo? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? What about me says that I'm a juggalo? I'm just asking. Like, did you ever get into the insane clown posse when you were younger? Mm, I would. I would. Mm, no. Okay. Nor was I. But uh, both of our spouses, Stephen and Amanda, they they dabbled in some ICP back in the day. Randy. I thought you had mentioned on a on a previous episode that you listened to ICP. No, yeah, you said Stephen and Amanda. Oh. No, he said spouses, our yeah. spouses, and referring to me. You should listen back yeah. to that. But, but, but I, I said the wrong. Yeah, I, you said the, the wrong I, I should have said Stephen yes. and Brandy instead of Stephen and Amanda. I was too busy playing the cage, so <laughs> I probably right. okay. was Everyone <laughs> chill out. Chill out. Okay, so um, the reason I bring that up is because ICP back in 2009 were also very confused as to why magnets not just didn't work but worked they they were confused by what? it they put out a song they put out a song called miracles one of the lyrics of the song is fucking magnets how do they work it's just there in the air pure motherfucking magic right this shit will blow your motherfucking mind water fire air and dirt magnets how do they work and i don't want to talk to a scientist y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed i feel like you told me this before and i forgot about it do you want to just send them the clip of them explaining (laughs) of dustin explaining compasses from season one and all the magnet stuff yeah it it would probably do them some good but uh i just like the idea that they were just like oh magnets they just were it's a miracle they even work That's not even science. It's just a miracle, you know? Well, well they, they are come, men of God. I was going to say, didn't they come That's out right. and be like, but we're Christians. We're actually secretly Christian band. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was like, yeah. really? Because all of the stuff you see about. I did see the other day that Juggalo makeup yep. can fool uh, facial recognition software. So they're what? winning. What? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something about like the jawline, mm. like the the technology can't figure out like where the actual like jawline is, so it just goes off of that like black mark yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. So they're gonna win the future, basically. It's gonna be a bunch of machines and juggalos. You listen to ICP? I listened to one song of ICP. I can't remember what it's called right now. I've tried to find it since we talked about it at that time. Miracles, miracles, it's not they, miracles. You, you no, <laughs> no, it's back from the like the. It's, it's the friends I hung out with at the time. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, um, they listened to a lot of, uh, they got me into corn, they got me into um, Lent Biscuit, and they got me into ICP. Ooh. Uh, are we going to, 
Okay, we got to go an extra hour. We're going to talk about Limp Biscuit. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite metal band? Brandy. She's talking to you. Oh. No. Um, <laughs> I'm talking to Brent. Me? Slipknot. Slipknot. Slipknot is my overall favorite okay. band. All Steven's way. like, I know this. I don't yeah. have one. What is yours? I ICP. I listen to metal. She doesn't listen to metal. It was a joke. Oh. Well, yeah. she looks serious. <laughs> She's like leaning back like, like <laughs> yours. <laughs> that is creepy. Don't do that. <laughs> um, I remember when Brent okay. like burned me a metal CD when we worked at like listen to this and I like put mm-hmm. it in and I was like <laughs> I get it but I just can't listen to this but do you know do you know what band that was I thought it was multiple different bands that you gave no no it was, it was uh the metal band I was no. in so thanks for thanks for listening no. Amanda no, you're now banned from the show <laughs> I'm pretty sure okay maybe there were two then because I'm pretty sure there were like your favorite metal songs I wouldn't... Which was the band he was in. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Like, every fight, you just write a letter. Yep. (laughs) I gotta read that again. Oh, my God. (laughs) Somebody caught my voice. (laughs) Gotta get that D. Touch my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Magic everywhere in this bitch. L-P-A-S.